0: A little child inside Don't worry baby It's gonna be okay Trust me Hey little child inside of me It's gonna be okay Just you wait It's gonna be okay You don't have to be afraid To come out now and play I understand Please take my Welcome to The Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank Genova. Episode 13. Hi, my name is Frank Genova, and this is The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. What you just heard was a little ditty that I wrote to launch my first book, The Ultimate Journey, Unearthed Traveler's Guide to Awakening. It's called The Little Child, and in brackets, within... You may or may not have heard of an inner child or the inner child work. You also may have noticed the title of this podcast, Inner Children. You may be thinking, well, how many are there? Isn't it just one inner child? Well, yes and no, actually. To be more specific, I could have named this episode Inner Children, Inner Adults, and All in Between. And no, I'm not insinuating that we have a multi-personality complex within ourselves. You see, It is always now, or the present moment. When is it not? It's always perpetually now. Let's start getting deep and blowing the mind. Every age or every you still exists. They're all existing in the now moment. Dude, what's in this shit, man? This is trippy. I'm not talking about multiple personality disorders or borderline personality disorders either. We exist in every moment of time, at the same time or perpetual now. And in each stage or age of our lives, we have specific needs. I won't, however, get into each one in detail. This is for another story, uh, for another time, eh? Now tell us another story, Grandpa. Between the ages of zero and seven years of age is when all of our programming and patterning is established. After that, the clay starts becoming set and is less pliable. And in most cases, the clay is kilned and immovable. When these needs aren't met, there is a fracture. We fail to heal these wounds and these aspects of ourselves are not integrated into our adult self or into our totality. As I mentioned in the previous episode, trauma, when things happen to us that are overwhelming and we don't have the tools Or the knowledge to process them or to alchemize them into a simple experience they get trapped and stored away in the body or in the cells there they sit like ticking time bombs waiting to be triggered consciously and unconsciously life works on a series of patterns and cycles and experience is no different in my belief. Let's say, for example, something happened to you that was overloaded, overbearing, that was too much for your nervous system to integrate. Let's surmise that this happened at the age of two. This pattern usually shows up again at age 12, 22, 32, 42, 52, and so on. Now, this isn't set in stone as triggers and eruptions may happen anytime, really. Depends on the situation or the circumstance. Try to imagine that as we pass through time, it's not a linear straight line, but more of a circular or like a circular stairway. Imagine as the years pass or the cycles repeat and then we're walking up the stairway to heaven that we meet ourselves again, but at a different vantage point, like we're meeting ourselves again, but with just a little bit higher perspective. The difference here is that we can meet ourselves once again, but with more experience and more tools in our toolbox to deal with whatever happened at that time. Unfortunately, we don't because we're in denial, we're numbed out, and we have buried traumas that we don't want to look at. So we wave goodbye and say, see you next time, leaving that younger aspect of ourselves abandoned or unheard and whatnot. We go about living our lives like nothing's wrong because it's out of sight, out of mind, the mind may forget, but the body never does. I truly believe that our higher self wants to heal our physical uh, aspect of ourselves and will put us into circumstances and attract certain people into our lives to detonate or, um, or trigger these sleeping wounds or densities in the body. Surprise! <laughs> it's jack in the box! If you're wondering how to conceptualize inner children and how they're not aligned to us, Imagine that you're facing forward and that all your younger selves, from one year back all the way back to your birth and even in the womb as a fetus, that are all behind you. Or you can turn around and look at all of them, your last year you and the year before that you, all the way back. Some may be crying, some may be hiding, some are angry and ready to fight. Whichever the case may be, they're not in alignment Now consider the spine as all your inner children. If it's not aligned, you may have nerves that are pinched, or the energy going up and down the spine is impeded, and there's no flow, or you may be in severe pain. For some of you, this is when you call your chiropractor to adjust all the subluxations. Since it's the perpetual now, and all your aspects are living in the same time, they will affect your behavior now. So we need to address all these younger selves and alchemize them or integrate them into our totality. Now I hope this is all making sense to you because I'm trying to be as clear as I can. Our job is to open up lines of communication to our younger selves or inner children to establish trust, confidence, there needs to be compassion and forgiveness, and ultimately, patience. We can never be a totally responsible, mature, integrated adult Without addressing the issues of our childhood, we will exhibit low emotional intelligence, immaturity and recklessness, fear, self-sabotaging behavior, and I can go on and on. So what's it going to be, kid? The question is, do we have the intestinal fortitude to take on something like this, to really do the work? Unfortunately, many of us won't and instead will engage in distractions and numbing Behaviors or anesthetize ourselves with dopamine rushes and hits. We have to be mindful that we don't become or play the victim role and don't forgive those who have done us wrong, aka our parents, our mentors, our caregivers, or whatnot, because they suffered from the same and did the best that they could do. So be mindful not to blame anyone or project this onto anyone. So to reiterate, we are not multiples, we're all one. I remember when I bought my former wife an engagement ring. I'm a creative guy, so I designed the ring from scratch and showed the jeweler and then we were looking for the diamond to place inside it. When I got the ring, I remember staring at it, you know, before I went to sleep I just looking at it. It was under a bright light and I saw all the facets of it and then I also noticed an inclusion. Little did I know about the imperfections of diamonds. I would have been more happy with a cubic zirconia, to be honest. (laughs) I had spent uh, two or three months' salary on this ring, so I was expecting it to be perfect. The point here, what I'm getting at, is that the diamond itself is one. However, it has many, many different facets on it, making up its totality. The same is true with our inner children. I believe that this is the same concept that the Hindus have with their polytheistic deities. An ant, a mouse, a lion, or an eagle observe an elephant in different ways. Each may claim to have observed the elephant in its totality, and they would all be right. But in the end, it's all one. Just like our inner children is basically one. Whether you call it inner child or inner children, potato, potato, it's all semantics in the end. And this is the end of this podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGenova. And this is The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at Info at TheUltimateJourney.ca I thank you in advance for visiting my website, TheUltimateJourney.ca. For more information on my online courses, listeners will receive my course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.